Welcome to In Search of the Great America, a virtual road trip to the biggest city and a small town in each state of the Union. 100 guests will be invited to define their great America, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Laura Milkins, and I really want to know, what's your great America? Hello, and welcome to In Search of the Great America. Today we have with us in the studio, Michael Diaz. He is a father of four, enjoys playing with his kids in the park, and has been working in IT industry for over 20 years. Hello, Michael, and welcome to In Search of the Great America. Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for being on the show. Where did you grow up and what was it like? I grew up in Pueblo, Colorado. I had all my family down in Pueblo. My grandparents lived about a block away from each other. They lived about two blocks away from the Colorado State Fair. Had around 20 different cousins. We had a lot of fun meeting up every time there was a holiday, Memorial Day, 4th of July. We would always meet, and it was a great big party for the whole family. And we really enjoyed having that. And I can remember my aunts always baking pies. So we had different pies for the different seasons. And we always had goose pie. And as we were younger kids, we always called it duck, duck, goose pie. And that was really just a lot of fun as a family. And I can remember my aunt filling up pop out of a two liter and she would pour it, but it was always fun because she'd overstart it, overfill it. And as that foam would come up, she'd be like, hurry, sip it, sip it. We don't want to spill it. And we used to have a, so much fun growing up doing that. And I can remember the state fair. It was every fall and my grandma would purchase uh, state fair tickets. And so the whole family would be able to go and we'd be able to go to the rodeo at night. And it was a lot of fun. After the rodeo, they would have big firework displays. And I can remember standing up with my grandpa and we would sing to the music, I'm proud to be an American. And that was just a lot of fun. And at the state fair, they had a rock rolling contest. Every year they'd have a rock rolling contest where you'd go find river rocks or some type of rock. And you would roll it down this ramp that was about four feet high and then had an incline of about 30 degrees and you would let it roll and it would roll down and then it would roll on the grass and with my grandpa in the summer a lot of my cousins and I would go with him and we'd go to the reservoir and we'd go look for that we the rock that we would use for that rolling and it was a lot of fun and we would spend a lot of time looking and finding stuff and then we would go test it at his house where he had an old table and would just set that incline up for us and so growing up in Pueblo, it was a lot of family activities, and it was really a lot of fun. And come Christmas, it was like we'd go over to my one grandma's house for Christmas Eve. We'd go to my other grandma's house for Christmas Day. And then we'd go over to my aunt's house later in the day on Christmas. And it was just so much fun as a kid and just being able to hang out with your cousins. And you knew them really well, and we just had a lot of fun that way. Thanks, Laura. Was there a time in history that you thought America was great, and why? As a kid, I can always remember the parades that would go on and just how proud people were to be Americans. We would see the military being honored during those parades. And as a kid, I felt like America was great. It was wonderful being able to see those parades. And then my parents would talk history with us about women having the right to vote. And we'd talk about also African-Americans getting their rights as well and just being able to learn that. And it felt like it was so long ago when we heard about uh, heard about that. And now it's like, wow, was that really that long? Or it doesn't seem like that long ago because there were people alive at that point in time who had experienced that. 
a lot of the changes, how America was great is we're continuing to improve. And as when I was younger, I felt like that's what made America great was that everyone seemed to care about each other and then would continue to help each other out. And it wasn't about me versus you. It's how can I help you out and make America even a better place? I was a kid probably around in middle school, so 10, 10 to 14 in that time range. And that's kind of when I probably felt it the most in the late 80s for me was was that. And my mom and I really enjoyed the Olympics and it was like cheer for America. And you'd see all the American flags flying and people just excited and that support for for that. And it felt like, oh, America is great. In the 80s, I can remember my parents kind of being worried about what's going to happen uh, with the recession and that type of thing. But as a kid, at that point in time, I didn't recognize what their concerns were, and maybe they didn't share it with me as much. But it felt like, oh, America's great. We're continuing to grow, continuing to make improvements, and getting a lot more equality for everyone going forward. And in the 80s, I felt like maybe we didn't have a lot when I look back at it, but we we sure did a lot and had a lot of good experiences where we took advantage of going to the city park, um, maybe going to the zoo. And then my grandparents, my grandma Jane, she often um, spoiled her grandkids and treated us very well. And I think family helped make America feel great. Where There were a lot of opportunities for everyone. And I think that's what also made America feel great. Maybe America wasn't always as great as when I look back on it, but family made it feel great. What is great about America now for you? What's great about America now for me is I have a daughter and I never kind of thought so much about equality and and having the different rights. So I'm glad that we're living in America compared to somewhere else and that people do support women a lot. And we see a lot with the U.S. national soccer team and how much support they receive and them also pushing for equal pay. And I think we have a great opportunity where people can be able to verbalize that and say, hey, this isn't fair. What do we need to do to, to make this better? And with my wife being African-American, we see a lot of other concerns that we never thought about until having kids of what's going to happen if our boys are around and they're older walking in the street. But I think America is great and we're having a lot of different conversations and people are protesting for different rights. And maybe that's not the right thing for us. We don't feel like protesting, but how can we help continue to make progress within our country and make improvements so that everyone does feel like America is great for them? Yeah. So for my kids, the racial background is pretty interesting is my wife's half African-American and half white. I'm half white. I'm a quarter Mexican, a quarter Hispanic. And so a lot of times people ask, what are you? And it's like, I'm multiracial. And we take advantage and celebrate a lot of the different cultures that were brought by our family. And my grandma really liked, both my grandmas really liked St. Patrick's Day. And so anything green and with the kids will like, oh, we're going to have green eggs and ham. And sometimes I'll put the green tablets in their sink. So when they turn the faucet on, it'll pour green water out for St. Patrick's Day. And that's a lot of fun going for that. For Christmas Eve on my dad's side, we'd always have tamales. And so we would spend the week before, meet together, make tamales for Christmas Eve. And then we would have those tamales Christmas Eve. And the tamales to me always tasted better when they were reheated, not fresh. 
So I liked reheated tamales the best. They were just a little bit crispier, not so soft, and the flavor just tasted so much better. And so there's a lot of things where we want to take advantage of what we really want to celebrate for those cultures that we have our history with. Yeah, it's a complex mixed race, and they're understanding it. And I think as kids, they don't always see what race is. They just know, hey, this is my friend. This is my friend Jake, or this is my friend Eliza. And race isn't so much a talk about it, but we do talk to them about it, kind of what to expect there, because there are people who have different experiences and different biases, and got to kind of watch out for that and be careful. But at the same time, be able to celebrate who you are. And my kids, I'll share pictures, and a lot of people say they're Puerto Rican. They say, as they're Puerto Rican, it just means they're multiracial and that because of that, it's something to celebrate and they're very beautiful for who they are. What does your great America look like in the future? Hey, Laura, my great America in the future looks like a place that people care about each other. It's not about what do I deserve, but caring about others. What's not going right for you? How can we make that better? How can we make America great? by continuing to improve and understanding, hey, there is something that maybe wasn't right. Maybe we were a lot harsher on people because of that. And how can we change that? And who are those people going to support us going forward? And being able to, in America, to be able to continue to have the protests or parades and for people to be accepting of the diversity that we have and celebrate that diversity going forward. And so that's what I want to see in the great America. And then I think the big thing to make America great and keep America great is education for people wanting to learn, understand, grow, and then be able to share that with others. There's oftentimes you get up into a leadership position and how can you help those that are underprivileged? How can you make their lives better? And I find myself realizing that by helping people or even just giving them a high five or telling them, hey, that was a really nice job, bringing their spirits up, that seems to help. And it's like, what can I do? And then having those conversations with those people that matter to you. And my wife and I talk a lot about what would you do in these type of situations? What can we do to help? And sometimes maybe we don't feel comfortable protesting, but are there other ways that we can go volunteer and help people out? and help do that education. And we really do believe that education will help bring you up and it will help America be great. The world I want is, I want my kids to be able to work hard and earn stuff. I don't want them to be given anything. I want them to be able to earn that. And then as part of that, let's have some fun experiences. And a lot of times it's funny about the experiences we see of all right, we're going to take our daughter at the time who was three years old. We're going to take her to the zoo to see all the animals. She didn't care about the animals. She found these big eight-inch leaves that had fallen off the tree, and she wanted to pick those up and play with that. And that is a wonderful memory compared to anything else. And I want our kids to have different experiences where they get to go try something new or go skiing. We do enjoy skiing a lot, and that's a fun experience. But I want them to have those different opportunities that are available to us. And we see a lot of diversity in even hiking trails now that people are either hiking on them or they're mountain biking on them, or there's even new technologies that are coming out that they're using. And I think that makes America great. We're using our resources differently and we all don't have to fit the same mold. And I want to see that with our kids. Who are we when we are our best? When we're our best, I just imagine how 
good everyone feels. If we're doing our best at everything, it probably means we don't have a lot of free time, but we're working hard on a goal that we have. And we have the support we need to be to be the best we can. And I think that's also maybe the best you can is helping someone else. It doesn't always mean that it's winning the race or being first, but it's helping someone else to be the best they can. And as their best, did they beat what they were doing before? And it's kind of funny is I have a goldsmith questions that I do with a friend and we do daily. And one of the questions was, did I do my best today? And being honest, it's sometimes it's, no, I didn't do my best today. I kind of slacked off. I may have taken it easy. And so to be my best, having that mindset at the beginning of the day is, yeah, I'm going to do my best. And I've reviewed everything for the day. Here's how it's going to execute and look. And as for others, how can they make it the best? I don't know. Everyone has different dreams, different passions to move forward. What do you want to be great or the best in? And oftentimes it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a long drive of multiple years to become the best that you can be. I think when we're our best also, people look at us and they're not envious of us. People look and, oh, look how hard they worked. Look what they did to become the best. That's a really inspiration to me and to others. How can I do my best to be able to, to get to that level? And I think there's no jealousy there. It's just admiration of, wow, look at what they did to get there. And oftentimes it's, you look back and it was like, I didn't know where I was going, but I knew I was moving forward. And it's like, wow, I've really grown and I've become so much better. And I think there's often a times of, am I at my best or can I grow even further? I always feel like on surveys, it was like one to 10. I never give any 10s because I think you can always improve and become better. So maybe at that specific point in time, you were your best you could be at then. But as you learned more, you grew and you became even better than you were. Yes, thanks so much. That was really great. Thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time and answering the questions and sharing your stories. Thanks, Laura. Thanks for having me on. Look forward to hearing this in the future and listening to more interviews that you have. Thank you for listening to In Search of the Great America. Today's episode had music by Valentin Sochnitsky. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. For show notes and more information on the podcast, please visit our website, greatamericaproject.com. Thank you.